This is a podcast from Rover. All right, time for sport on a Friday. And, of course, that is done with our good man, Hamish Mackay. How are we doing? Dom, I'm absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Looking forward to... Uh, i tell you what I'm most looking forward to this weekend is I love this race. Cox played at Mooney Valley. I first saw it about 1974. I think at a Kiwi horse called Fury's Order won it. And um, it's sort of like it is the, probably the race that if you're the breeding fraternity or, or the like, you really want to win. So, yeah, Cox played it. Remember Bone Crusher and Waverly Star? And, you know, the great Kiwis, Waverly Star and Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher races into equine immortality. Oh, oh look at that. Yeah, <laughs> go. Oh, go, big fella, oh, yeah. Not quite my favourite piece of commentary. My favourite piece of commentary, I think, was the AJC Derby. And it went, uh, as they head for home, Bone Crusher, he'll have to grow wings to win from there. About 10 <laughs> seconds later. Bone crushes growing those wings. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, oh good stuff. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Good, good excitement. Of course, that's the one that just precedes, uh, basically, you know that Melbourne Cup's not too far yeah, away. You know Melbourne Cup's coming away. I mean, you know that Melbourne Cup's the big party at uh, Flemington with 100,000 plus, and I've been a few times, I'll tell you what, I'd rate that right up there with the very best experiences of my life, and that's where I shall end uh, that little anecdote. Um, <laughs> tell me about the United Rugby Championship. What, what's yeah. happening here? Yes, the United Rugby Championship. Well, this has sort of piqued my interest, really. And, I, you know, and it comes back to I have deep concerns, and I've commented on this on social media posts, about our forward play, the All Blacks, and the depth of our forward play, particularly our top five, and the, really the ramifications of not having South Africa in Super Rugby. And now they, they are up there with the best of the Welsh, the Irish, and the Scots playing in what is a very good little competition. Not a good little, it's a fantastic mm. competition. The United Rugby Championship. Now, of course, the South Africans and the like, they love this um, because it's a cosy six-hour business class flight up to, up to the UK. And the same for the other teams. They like going down and having a bit of a change of scenery down there in Cape Town and the like and, and, and Durban. Um, it's worrying because they are, it's worth, worth, get, you know, worth paying your Spark subscription to have a look at this. Um, because they are just building depth of players and, you know, with this regular good footy. Um, yeah. As, 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 long as, as long as you're not Wasps or Worcester. Yeah, well, the thing about Wasps is here's my idea with Wasps and Worcester. New Zealand rugby, you've got all this Silver Lake dollar, you know, money in the bank. Go and buy them, right? Go up there, buy them, and we'll develop our tight forwards there. We'll, we'll, we'll have our teams, and we can employ anybody we want from anywhere in the world. So I'd go to Georgia and get their four or five big props and locks and mm. use them as, as, as barging rams, battering rams at training, and they play for us as well. And, and, and it becomes an outpost for us uh, to get our young tight forwards developed um, because we ain't doing it here. That's a fantastic and, um, idea. I love it. Yeah, we've, we've got all that money. Why not go and own wasps, you know, and have you know have another team that we all lock into? Spread the tentacles, yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly, and give guys the European opportunity without losing them. You know, well, because the thing umbrella. is, for, for 100-odd years, we've remained at the forefront of um, success and innovation when it comes to the game of rugby. Things yep. have slowly been changing over the last yep. sort of five or six years. So oh, I reckon 25 years since the advent of professionalism, we re-raised the yeah, bar fair so call. high. Yep, you could, it took you them could, a long time to come with us, but now they are. Yeah, and you could, that you could make a very very good
good case for, for, for that timeline for sure. Yeah. And the thing about that is we have to then think, okay, what's next? What do we do in a professional sense? And why not? Why not own teams, clubs around the world and use them as feeders? Uh, English football yeah. teams do it. Lots of teams do it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just think it would be another sort of, um, I don't know, it'd just be another jewel in the crown and something we could really focus on. Um, outside of, you know, and, and, and we could pretty much bring players in and out as we wanted to. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Now, the um, yeah. Rugby League World Cup, so uh, we, we, we took a while to get going against the Lebanon team. Uh, there's a yeah. there's a Sorensen, however, uh, in the uh, in, in the team, which um, obviously, there, geez, there, there's a name that goes back in the, uh, the annals yeah. of Rugby League history in this country. Well, it just makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck when you think of the days of, of Dane Sorensen and Kurt Sorensen. Yeah. Geez, they were magnificent forwards. You know, um, Kurt Sorensen, I reckon, is probably one of our greatest ever. Dane Sorensen right up there as well. You know, it's from that era of Lulawai and Akoi and Graham and mm. a little bit later McGahn and everything. You know, I, I, I just enjoy, I, I just, I, I'm enjoying the Rugby League World Cup. I think it's, you know, um, I, what I, the one thing that I, I just wanted to mention the fact, obviously, that Scott Sorensen, the Sorensen and the Kiwis are like that. Um, I'm still sort of laughing at the reaction to the fact that some, for, for some reason, I'm not sure why. They look pretty good on paper, Samoa, but it's that age-old thing of underestimating the the, uh, the Northern Hemisphere, particularly the Great Britain Rugby League team or the England Rugby League team and the English Rugby team. We do it time and time oh, again. Yeah, we, we never learn. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. never learn. So uh, that, 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 that's about it for me on the, on the Rugby League World Cup, though. But it just I just like the name Sorensen, you know. It's just, oh. 100%. Yeah. Ferns in Scotland this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So Rugby rugby World Cup here um, sort of goes under the radar a bit during the week, doesn't it? And then it pops up again. So yeah. um, hopefully this, you know, we need, well, yeah, well, hopefully the Scots will be combative up front. Saw a lovely story during the week about the Scots up there, Tutakaka Way with a local school and being embraced by the, of course, a lot of, you know, huge Scottish um, influence in that part up north in this part of the world. So, yeah, yeah, Ferns and... Um, they keep them guessing a little bit. You know, Wayne Smith, you know, like, if you were sort of pandering to the people, you would play Portia Woodman and Ruby Tui every game, wouldn't mm, you? But yeah. no, Smitty, hey, he's a bit wiser than that. <laughs> and uh, just, just create, creating competition, my friend. Yes, it's, like a, it's a good ploy. Yeah. Um, yeah. The yeah. MPC final yeah. is, uh, uh, what's that tomorrow yeah, night, isn't oh, it? Wellington, Canterbury. Wellington, Canterbury, um, um, okay, um, I'd like to think that Wellington have enough goods um, across the field to, to challenge Canterbury with the Reuben Loves of this world at the back. And, you know, young Aidan Morgan and uh, Garden Bashup's been playing, played very well at first five eight. I'm pleased with him. He ran really well the other, watching him in the other semi final. Um, but yeah, 2020, uh, sorry, sorry, 20 years ago, uh, going to that game was a 2000 final. Yes, it mm. was the 2000 final. I stood on the sideline of that game uh, in a sideline role for TV3. We weren't actually commentating it, but we were. And that was just one of the greatest games. Jonah and Cully at their best, you know. I remember that game. Yeah. Uh, Wellington, Wellington winning in Christchurch, champ. That's pretty good. Too. Yeah. Well, a, a learned coach yeah. who I um, who I see on a on a regular basis, a very good rugby mind, uh, said all season that uh, Wellington was the, the the team to beat, and he thinks that they'll go down there and uh, and do the business again. So um, I'll take his advice, and uh, hopefully it's a good game. Hamish, a uh, bit of cricket too as well. Jeez, yeah. it's going. Mind yeah. you, I see the weather forecast um, is is horrific. 
Um, mm. So whether or not they actually get underway there, I'm not sure, but, you know. Hey, look, you know, I, I, again, I, you know, you know I'm guilty as charge, Your Honour, of not following the cricket as closely as I should, and I, I sort of fun, sometimes feel that the fundamental thing about cricket was that it had that prime-time free-to-air position in New Zealand for so long. Yep. And, and it was just a go-to. But if it's not there, it's, a, it's one you don't... Personally, I don't chase as much, and I think I think the audience perhaps reflects that. But, um, yeah, there you go. Well, I think that, um, yeah, I'm slightly worried about this. Look... It's a 50-50 because you have to say our recent performances in world tournaments yep. have been very successful. Um, we've yeah. we've you oh, know, yeah. punched Absolutely. well above our weight. Oh. Um, just not, I'm not convinced about this particular side, particularly yeah. in, in Australia, against Australia first up as well. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, but hey, listen, yeah. I'll be tuning in. Hopefully they can get some play underway and uh, looking forward yeah. to, some, to some good cricket. Looking forward to Rex over the weekend as well, my man. You go well and we'll talk again uh, next week, eh? Look forward to it over and out. Well, see, Fonterra's added its voice to the ag emissions pricing saga. They said they got reservations about the government's approach to pricing on-farm emissions. There was an email to shareholders, and uh, in that email, Fonterra Chair Peter McBride said that the government's changes created an imbalance within the sector that needed to be addressed during a consultation. In relation to Fonterra as well, I see that a group of independent milk processors are accusing the government of favouring Fonterra. Four processors, we're talking here about Meadaka, Open Country Dairy, Sinlay Milk and and Westland Milk Products, they claim the government is serving the commercial priorities of Fonterra without properly balancing that with the commercial priorities of other dairy processors. That is our show for today. Thanks to NetSpeed, they got you covered this summer with a free accessory pack for your mobile home internet. Just call 0800 638 and mention Rex for an exclusive deal for all Rex listeners. Thanks to NetSpeed, netspeed.net.nz. Enjoy the long weekend. We'll catch you back Tuesday. Mark and Leah next.